Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. It's uh, one half of your sports bros, Rob here. Sada. Uh, Big Souk is in Detroit. He was uh, yanked out of here to go to see Metallica twice over the weekend. He'll be back on Tuesday. We do have Schultze in here. I'm a wannabe sports bro. Yeah, you're you're slowly creeping up the sport the sports bro chart here. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, too kind. I like that. Yeah, although I will say, you and I are so similar. <laughs> it's a weird show in a good way. Oh, but uh, what's that supposed to mean? No, I think you and I just sound a little too similar. It's uh, it's like we come at things uh, very very. It's like we we set stories up the same way, and we even talk the same way. I feel like my wife. She tunes in and she's like, is that you? Mm. No, no, that's Rob. Okay. Are you to me as Will Ortner is to Big Souk? That's kind of what, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I'm getting that's at. That's what you're getting at. Yeah. Well, mini Isaac over here. Watch out for you. No, I'm not. I have no visions of murder like bald Will over there. Yikes. Well, we only have two segments left, guys, because Oregon is playing Montana in basketball, and you need to hear it, damn it. It's going to be at 530. Joey Mack on the call. Uh, we will do Rop in the Bank in our next seggy. I'm bringing locks to the table this weekend. I'm not messing around anymore. And we also have Buck's picks. You know, Buck, his wife had a baby, but that does not stop that man from pouring over his uh, his betting card. And need- it's it's extensive this week again. He needs a break already. I, I get it, right? New dad, he's like, all right, give me like an hour. Just give me an hour of my own time. I'll tell you what, I respect it. I respect the hell of it. He's He's... We don't hear from him at all, and he's going to be on leave for like 12 weeks, except he always texts me his betting picks. It just, it it says all you need to know about Ryan Buckley, and I love it. Priorities, baby. So we'll do that in our next segment. And Jordan, I assume you have some picks there, I, Schultz? I do. I okay. think I've got like Good. one big lock and a couple of leans. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Big Suk did not provide us with picks. He is uh, He's a little gun-shy. He's not been good, so he, he said he's going to take the week off. So that'll be our next segi. Um We already interviewed Joey Harrington. That We we did that at 3.30 because of, of Ducks basketball. So if you missed that, Fan On Demand Service Patriots podcast. Right now, let's get you to the hot five at five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Number five. Number five. 
number five. Solid slate of men's college basketball this Friday. As we mentioned, the uh, Ducks coming up in 30 minutes here on the fan. They're taking on Montana. The Beavers are hosting Troy right now, and they are tied at half, 32-32. Gonzaga plays Yale later, and a really good one at uh, Cameron Indoor. Number 12, Arizona at the half, leads uh, number four, Duke, 41-33. Also uh, can report to you from Tucson today, uh, their president came out, I think it was their president, and said the financial crisis down there is getting so bad that they are considering cutting athletic teams. They report a $240 million shortage at the University of Arizona. They currently have 23 sports teams. And uh, what I was reading said that the Big 12 on average, their new league, on average teams in the Big 12 have 17. So you can uh, read between the lines there. They're going to cut some sports. Wow. I I mean, we were scared about, like, Oregon State and Wazoo. We got the school that is even going to a new conference, has a new home. They're having to cut some stuff as well. With goofy old Bill Hancock stepping down after this year's cycle, the college football playoff has a new executive director, Air Force Academy Superintendent Richard Clark. He played at Air Force. He's a three-star general. He is dubbed a leader of leaders. He also has strong ties in Washington, D.C. His biggest challenge will be structuring the next full college football playoff television contract which will be in two years, and that thing's going to be worth billions. Interesting choice. Like, that's a, I don't know. I mean, that's like some general who's going to yell at me. Is this like a nepotism thing? Like, he's got to know know somebody. That seems like it's always just, uh, yeah, I guess good old boys or ladies at this point because there are a lot of women in these positions of power as well well now. But you've got to know somebody. They said that he blew them away with his leadership skills, but I don't know. Who cares? Like, the college football playoff, does, do they need a, a lead? I don't know. That seems like a... Like, I would want a guy who can negotiate a big old fat money deal with, with uh, streaming... Or with, you know, media companies. Not a general who's a great leader. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know anything. Kyler Murray will make his first start for the Arizona Cardinals in 11 months this weekend. They host the beatable, very beatable Atlanta Falcons this weekend. The Seahawks and Commies will be here on the fan... Uh, Sunday at 1.30. Uh, Seattle uh, today signing former Rams quarterback Brett Rippon to the practice squad. They now have three quarterbacks. There. Oh, that's awesome. I, Isn't I, that I'm, cute? <laughs> why? Would, why? Why? I guess I it's because they've seen him in their division. There's a reason the Rams moved on from Rippon. I mean, they were willing to bring Carson Wentz in to get rid of Brett Rippon. So uh, that tells me all I need to know. Brett Rippon. So... Drew Locke or Brett Rippon? Who you going to who you going to bat with? Hot backup quarterback talk. I'm going to Drew Locke. If I if I had to lean on him for three games, it's it's Locke over Rippon for sure. Right. Number two. Number two. Yeah. Number two. Yeah, they're talented, I know. Yeah, seriously. Two. But Brett Rippon. He's but, terrible. Yeah, he throws a lot of picks. He makes terrible decisions. Hey, if McVeigh throws you to the scrap heap, yeah. I got no faith in you. Uh Robert Williams, we hardly knew ye. Blazers signed the big man in the offseason, but he went down against the Grizzlies last Sunday. This marks the fourth time in his six seasons he will have played fewer than 35 games. He is done for the season after having knee surgery. Uh, Also, uh, Scoot Henderson, do you remember him? Blazers uh, draft pick? Scoot? Do you remember him? Barely, maybe. He is going to miss, they're saying, at least two more weeks. 
with that ankle injury. So Simons is out, Henderson's out, Brogdon's hurt, Williams is out. My God, Scoot, just another two weeks. Blazer's going to Blazer, right? Although everybody was wondering, like <laughs> Celtics fans specifically, up in arms when Robert Williams was included for the uh, Drew Holiday deal from the Celtics to the Blazers. Now I think you understand why the Celtics were moving on from that a little bit. They, yeah, exactly. they, they knew what they were doing. Well, the guy's always hurt. What are you do? Uh, put on a Blazers uniform and be number one. Number one. Number one. I tell you, it's not a bad gig. These guys get hurt, and I know they don't want to get hurt. You know, they want to play and uh, earn their money, but uh, they're still getting paid no matter what. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah, Festus Azili. Yes, barely Festus suited up for. I think he made eleven million to do nothing in Portland. Practice a little bit for like a couple months. That was it, bro. <laughs> uh, Michigan will play at Penn State tomorrow at Maryland next weekend and then host Ohio State seemingly without coach Jim Harbaugh. The Big Ten announcing today that the Wolverines are in violation of league sportsmanship policy for running an impermissible scouting operation led by Connor Stallions, who has since left the program. Uh, They say this resulted in an unfair competitive advantage. Harbaugh can be at practices and other team activities, but he cannot be in any stadium on, uh, well, in the stadium where they are playing on game day. Uh, Many are reporting that we should expect a court injunction on this shortly, and that could allow Harbaugh to coach tomorrow at Penn State. They are already there. He is already there. So uh, the Big Ten getting ballsy today, uh, suspending Jim Harbaugh for the final three regular season games. And let's not forget, Jim Harbaugh was also suspended to start the season for a totally unrelated thing. So Jim Harbaugh, king of suspensions, we'll see how long it lasts. I think la- it's really sexy. Whoops. Sorry, Neil. Uh, we'll see how long it lasts. That was a misfire on my part. No, he, he probably likes Jim Harbaugh and thinks he's sexy. Cheats just like him. I, I yeah, right. I, yeah. Allegedly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, um, uh, anyway, what was I saying? Jim Harbaugh, maybe on the uh, sidelines, possibly. He traveled with the team. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Maybe uh, he coaches tomorrow. I'm interested to see when this injunction comes down. But I do, I got to say, this is a ballsy move by the Big Ten. Do love it. And I, I don't remember in-season punishments affecting a, such a prominent team. So, so yeah, big step here. And uh, I love it. I hate corruption. It's a weed it the hell out. Look at you. Well, it is the two of the, it, well, no, it's their two biggest games of the year. Uh, Penn State and Ohio State, unprecedented, so. Isaac. Like I don't ever remember the yeah uh, the NCAA that they're they're a bunch of wussies, but a conference or a division, or whatever you want to call them, like this, stepping up to the plate. God, uh, it makes me happy. The Oregon's going Oregon's going to the big. Team. I feel like they were pressured to act, and they did. Um, I do not think it's insignificant what they have chosen to do here because no. these these games are big, and particularly the Ohio State game. But I also don't know how much teeth there is to it because I think Michigan's going to fight this in court and ultimately. Um, I don't know that Michigan's going to be able to, or the Big Ten is going to be able to prove that Jim Harbaugh knew about this, even though we all know that he probably did. Um, now, the real question is, is does anybody now play the Michigan-Penn State game in their Rop in the Bank picks? Are we? Do we have a betting angle here? That's the question. Rop in the Bank is next on The Fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. 
Isaac and Zook are ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? Is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Sue on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. All right, welcome to Roppin' the Bank. We've added Schultze, so four guys that we're keeping records for. Now, Souk is uh, not going to play this week as he is out, and he wanted to take a break. He's not been good the last uh, three or four weeks. His record is 19-26. and 26. He has lost 26 units. Three and three last week for minus two units. I am 15 and 16, minus 11 units. I was one and three last week for minus nine units. Not great. Buck, 31 and 30 overall, plus nine units. He was six and three last week, plus 11 units. So he did pretty good. And then Schultze uh, joined us last week, and he'll be in with us uh, for the remainder of the football season, it sounds like, before Buck gets back in. He went one and two, minus two units. Now, I got I to gotta tell you something, guys. I, I feel bad about this. I do. Because I was just checking my, um, my Pick'em League. I do a Yahoo Pick'em League with some buddies. My record is 80 and 56 picking NFL games. So that's, that's the Damn. confidence point one. 59%. I'm still alive in Survivor. Went to Vegas a couple weekends ago, went 12 and 3, and brought home some cash. Yet on this show, I cannot hit consistently, and I vow to change that for you now. All you have to do is Venmo me $100, and I can guarantee you that I have three locks of Gibraltar this weekend. Critical information right confirmed. Here. Yeah, that guy. Freaking John Anthony. John Anthony. And Tim Donaghy now. Yeah, Tim Donaghy's giving out NBA picks. I mean, what has happened? <laughs> Love to go 5-0 and on a recorded line. Look, here's what I... Here's, here's my thing about sports betting. Never tail anyone. Do, do do your own homework. Have your own thoughts. Bet your it's your money. Nobody knows better than anybody else. Guys get hot. Guys get cold. In the end, even the best sports gamblers, they win a lot, but they also lose a lot, and they are hopefully have money left over from you know being smart. With their with their bankroll and getting the better of lines that they win 54, 55 percent of the time and they make that's how they make money. So when you when you're when you're seeing a guy go, oh I'm nine and oh you gotta follow, that doesn't mean he's not gonna lose the next nine. So just do your own homework, do your own research, stick with it, trust it, and don't bet more than you can afford to lose. And okay? sometimes take a break like Souk is taking. I mean, seriously, if you feel like up, oh, I'm on a crappy streak, don't be the ass that thinks, oh, I can make it up next week. That That is Yeah, never chase. Behavior. Never no, chase. Don't do that. And, and by the way, uh, I I was joking about the Venmo thing. Do not Venmo. No. I was joking. I was well, joking. I don't see a QR code or, or anything like that, so, so hopefully they knew. All right. Um, <clears throat> well, Buck has sent me his picks, so nothing from Souk. So it'll just be Rop, Buck, and Schultze. Uh, Buck, Buck's first one in college is Bucky Irving over 101 and a half rushing yards against USC. Now he got this bet from Bovada. 
That's not available on DraftKings here yeah. in Oregon. I use Bovada. But uh, we're going to let him play that. He That's a five-unit play for him. Um, so he's going Bucky Irving over 101 and a half. I don't, I don't hate it. He's also on Michigan minus four for four units at Penn State. He wants the Rutgers-Iowa under 28 and a half for three units. He is on Cal hosting Washington State. Cal is minus one for two units. And Arizona State plus 17 at UCLA for one unit. Those are his college picks. Now, that let's start with that Rutgers-Iowa game. I'm actually going to play the over. That is going to be one of my picks this week. And I'm going to do three units on this. Rutgers-Iowa over 28 and a half. And the only reason I am doing this is because no one else is. So fading the public here, the whole world believes that this game will go under. It is the lowest point total in betting history, and there's a reason it's so low, of course. But there is also a reason it's a record, and it's because they never get this low, which to me offers value on the over. So here's what I think is going to happen. This game goes to overtime. Rutgers will win it 19-13, to and the overtime tutty will cover the number. How about that? Back door. Let's go. Three units, Rutgers, Iowa, over. Beat that, Schultze. Uh, I'm going all NFL this week. Okay. So I got three Wait. NFL picks. Okay, so if you're going to go NFL, let me let me roll out my one other college. That's great. Yeah. And then we'll get to the league, and then, then we got to go. Sounds good. Okay. Five units on Kansas minus four. I feel great about it. My Jayhawks are only one game back in a wide-open Big 12 race. They need this one. They are at home hosting Texas Tech and only laying four. Now, both teams are on backup quarterbacks, but Kansas's backup quarterback is pretty good. Jason Bean is 20th in the country in QBR. Tech's offense is 51st, but it's turned it over a lot, and it's been very inconsistent without Tyler Shuck. The Kansas offense, here's the key. They're 22nd in the country, but they run the ball really well. The pressure is not all on that quarterback. And with a money-running game, I think they will keep the ball out of Tech's hands and keep their defense fresh at home with a ton to play for while Tech's season is slipping away. They're laying less than a touchdown. I love Kansas this week. Five units, Kansas minus four. They will win this game 45-31. to 31. All right, Schultze, let's tee up some NFL. All right. I, I just feel like the college slate, it's going to be an exciting one, but there's just so much potential for blah. Like random stuff to happen. So uh, I'm staying away from everything I like in that. college. Blah. <laughs> Love that. All right. First game I'm going with, I think this is the easiest pick of the weekend. I'm shocked that not everybody's throwing money at this and the line has gone down to like two or Intrigued. Up to Tell us more. Jacksonville plus oh! three at home against San Francisco. And a home dog. Wow. Against the wow. San Francisco 49ers here. Okay. Sounds like the NFL has, at least defense-wise, has started to figure out a little bit of what, what Brock Purdy's doing, and they're leaning a little bit more on Christian McCaffrey to get some offense. Mm. I'm not predicting a great uh, Sunday for Brock Purdy, so I do think Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, he's been amazing wow. this last few games, so I, I think Jacksonville plus three for five units over San Francisco. Okay, well, that's interesting you bring that up because my only other play is San Francisco. Damn. Minus three for five, bitch. Here's what I think. I disagree with you, man. I think both teams, you know, well, we know both teams are off a bye. That's true. But I feel like when you go into a bye fat and happy like the Jags, they'd won however many in a row, you can lose your edge. Meanwhile, the Niners go into a bye having dropped three straight, and they're pissed off. Now, both of these teams are good. I'm not doubting the Jags are good, although I have watched them 
little inconsistent on offense so far this year. But San Francisco is still top five in offense and defense. Now, Debo Samuel is back. That's huge. Chase Young is added. And it sounds like Trent Williams may be back. I will I will lay the three. I'll take Kyle Shanahan off a bye. Anytime this Niners roster is pissed, rested, and focused, I'm going to take them. That's a short number to lay. I'll lay it all day. I think San Francisco wins this game 30-17 to 17 in wow. Jacksonville. So I'm going to go Sam Fran for five, and that's it for me. I'm on Kansas, San Francisco, and the Rutgers-Iowa over. No picks for Souk. Uh, Bucks NFL picks. He likes Falcons minus two at Arizona for three units. He's on the Lions at the Chargers. Lions are minus three for three units. I toyed with that one. And then uh, Colts Patriots under 42 and a half for three. That game is in Germany. And I think he <laughs> he always just likes to bet the under for the uh, for the foreign year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those are his NFL picks. Last but not least, Schultze with his final few. I uh, just got two more quickly. And, yeah, man, I, you're you're betting on San Francisco even with the underutilization of Debo Samuel and George Kittle all year. So I, I, it's a risky play, but I like it. Uh, my final two, uh, this one seems fairly simple to me. Ravens minus 6.5 versus Cleveland the last time they played the Cleveland Browns this year. Ravens beat them 27-3. to I know Cleveland has a good defense. I know they've been able to score points. But it don't happen against Lamb Jack and the Ravens. We're looking at his second possible MVP, so I think they're going to handle business again after absolutely slaughtering the Seahawks last weekend. And then my last pick... Wait, how many units was that? Oh, sorry, three units on that one. Did you call him Lamb Jack? Yeah. I love that. Is that a thing? It is. Lamb Jack? It is. And then, yeah, my last pick would be Houston to cover 6.5 versus Cincinnati. They're on the road, but man, Joe Burrow doesn't have at least one of his top weapons, and the other one, I don't think he's going to be fully 100%. So Houston plus 6.5 with their rookie of the year in CJ Stroud. For three? For two. That is only only two I have left. I I was toying with Houston. That's an interesting one because that's a trap game. You know, Cincinnati's coming off the game against, big game, uh, night game against Buffalo. Next week, there are Thursday night against Baltimore. So... And then Houston comes to town. They could easily uh, have a letdown game here. And Houston's not bad with Stroud. So uh, I, don't, I don't hate your play there. I don't hate your play there, Schultz. Uh, those are our picks for Rop in the Bank. Uh, no uh, picks from Souk as he is uh, taking the week off. He'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, Duck Basketball is coming up next. We, Schultz and I, will see you Monday, 3 to 7, on The Fan. Good night.